Welcome to Nintendo Seconds. I'm LP Tiger. As most of you knew, I was in LA for the Electronic Entertainment Expo, or E3. Being my first time there, I wanted to share a small piece of my experience with you guys. So here's an audio blog from my E3 experience. So being my first year at E3, I expected something a little different from this, aside from your usual gaming convention like PAX, because this is supposed to be the big one. All the bigwigs are here. Every gaming company that's doing things should be in this building. I had my E3 app. I marked all the companies that had a Switch game coming out. I was ready to go. Once they opened the doors, my mind went completely blank. It was like being at a gaming convention for the first time all over again. I had no clue what to do first. But after the overwhelming wave passed, I lined up for the Nintendo booth, which led to a Mario Tennis Aces demo. Of course, I already played that during the tournament weekend, but you couldn't access the rest of the booth without getting a stamp from that booth. So I played some tennis, whooped some butt, got access to the other side of the booth, which had demo stations for Fortnite, FIFA 19, Starlink Battle for Atlas, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Paladins, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, Killer Queen Black, and Overcooked 2. And Oh, of course, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I really wanted to try Starlink, but the waits were always a bit too long for me. Paladins is truly just like Overwatch, and Fortnite, well, if you played it, it's the same. One thing I do want to mention though is both of these games run great. It's impressive to see a game like Paladins running at 60 frames on the Switch. Aside from Smash, Killer Queen Black was really the standout game for me. It's a 4v4 competitive platformer where you accomplish one of three goals, killing the queen three times, riding the snail to your end of the stage, or collecting all the berries in your hive. Each team has three workers and one queen. Workers can collect berries to take to the hive, or you can use them to power yourself up to be a warrior, to help kill, or you can ride the snail. And the queen, well, she can kill. But as the queen, you don't wanna get killed. It's a fast-paced strategic game that requires your team to work together and successfully reaching one of these goals can spark excitement. On the following day, I specifically had a nine o'clock appointment with the competitive side of Smash Brothers Ultimate. Now, I don't consider myself a good Smash player at all, but I'm definitely competitive. When I arrived, they waited for 16 people and they split us into four groups of four. From there, we played two free-for-all games in the group that I was in. Out of the two games I played, two winners would move on to the next round. In the first game I picked Sheik because she's my favorite one to use, and once the game started, I realizing that they were using timed mode with KOs. And knowing me, I'm not good at KOs, the first match was no chance for me. But since I had another chance, I went ahead and picked Ike because he's pretty hefty and everyone got destroyed. So I moved on to the next round. In the second round, only one person moved on, so I stuck with my Ike, and I made it through, and it would now be a 1v1 in a final match with the winner from the other groups, and it was a female who went by the name of Dainty. Her name would not fool me, though, because I knew it would not be a simple victory. It was a three-stock match, her Link versus my Ike. I later found out that our match was highlighted on the Nintendo Treehouse intermission. That was pretty cool. Uh, you could see my fro in everything. Anyway, uh, it was a close match, but due to an error on her part falling off the stage accidentally, I came out victorious. Nintendo's host, who goes by the name of Hollywood, presented me with a gold medal that sports the Smash logo on one side, and the other side says Super Smash Bros. 2018 winner. You can actually go on eBay and look for that medal, and it's pretty cool. 
It's a definite standout moment for me as I love to win competitions at every convention I attend. It's always one of my goals. And about Smash, well, honestly, I'm probably not the best person to ask about it, but it feels quicker and snappier. It also looks amazing. It's a slight graphical upgrade, but the difference is definitely there. And did I not mention that every single character that was ever in Smash Brothers will be in the game? I feel like that would be enough to please every single Smash Brothers fan. Well, from a character choice standpoint. So moving on from the Nintendo booth, I kind of went in E3 obviously inexperienced. Every company had a media press area where they showed off their games in private areas and rooms. And I'm no IGN or Polygon or Kotaku, so I really didn't think anything of them until I remembered one of the basic principles in life when it comes to opportunities. It never hurts to ask. So I went into Konami and I told them that I was with Nintendo Seconds, haha, <laughs> my podcast, and that I'd like to play one of their Nintendo Switch games available. Simple as that. They set me up with an appointment and I got to play a demo of the game Hypersports R. It's based off the arcade game Hypersports in 1984, which was the sequel to the original track and field game on the Nintendo Entertainment System. If you play DECA Sports on the Wii, it's going for the same style there. They made DECA Sports for the Wii, and now they're making Hypersports R for the Switch. It's mini-game sports with motion controls. But if you care to go old school, you can also turn off motion controls and stick with the button mashing. It'll be an exclusive release to the Nintendo Switch. But anyway, with this opportunity given to me, I started asking around for similar demo appointments. Unfortunately, by the time I started asking, it was the last day of E3, so I was only able to get one other appointment. It was for Indivisible, developed by Lab Zero Games, who also created the game Skullgirls. Indivisible is a Metroidvania slash RPG obviously influenced by the old Square game called Valkyrie Profile. The gameplay combines platformer exploration with button-triggering actions during RPG-based combat. The animations are all hand-drawn and just has a beautiful look. I highly recommend looking out for this one coming sometime in 2019. So, even though I only got two appointments, I will definitely know for next time to skip waiting in line and go directly for the media appointments. But I did get to play a few more games in the show hall, like Team Sonic Racing, which is the new racing game from Sega, and Musinks, a rhythm game from PM Studios, the makers of DJ Max, Voez, and Super Beat Sonic. Also, I got a chance to try out Mutant Football League, which will be coming to the Switch sometime in the future. The biggest highlight of that game is that the announcer is Tim Kitzrow, the same voice from NBA Jam and NFL Blitz. Makes the game really fun to listen to. The final highlight that I really want to mention is that I got a chance to see the president, Reggie fils and Bill Trinan play each other in a match of Mario Tennis Aces right in front of me. It was fun to watch and fun to be there for. For anyone that's thinking about going to E3 but hasn't been yet, regardless if you're part of the industry, the media, or just a person who loves video games, there's definitely a little something for every person into video games. I shouldn't even have to say that. This is THE Video Games Expo. Not to purposely quote Smash, but everyone is here. Bigwigs, developers, designers, broadcasters, streamers, most likely anyone who is someone in the industry is there. The absolute worst thing about E3 though, I can't sit on my couch and watch all the highlights in front of me. But I can always go back and watch them later if needed. So with that said, if you have an opportunity to go to E3 as industry or media, that would be a huge plus. We had six additional hours on the show floor and 
The tickets are free, F-R-E-E. There's no doubt in my mind that I will be back in attendance next year, assuming that I'm accepted as either industry or press. So that's all I have to share. Do you have any questions or comments about my experience at E3? Feel free to leave me a voice message using the Anchor app or send me a tweety tweet on Twitter at LPTiger, L-P-T-Y-G-E-R. Thanks for listening to Nintendo Seconds, putting Nintendo first.